close relationship with them and want to know how to achieve it. Here's your host, Ivory Lanoue, renowned angel communicator. Do you want to know more about angels? Are you ready to level up your spiritual journey? Then you are going to love my inner circle and Patreon. Membership includes great benefits like virtual workshops, mentoring programs, topical videos, interesting posts, a supportive, like-minded community, discounted sessions with me, and access to a library of videos and posts on topics you care about like angels, spirituality, healing, and personal growth. Join and begin your spiritual expansion today. That's the Angel Room Inner Circle on Patreon. Welcome to the show. So glad to have you here with me today. Today's topic is angel voices, and that's about messages from your angels. Um, honestly, everything that I am talking about here, for the most part, and certainly the thrust of my book, Let Your Angels Lead, is leading to the point of you receiving more messages and realizing you're receiving them so that you get clear guidance in all aspects of your life. That's that's the crux of the matter here. So it's an important topic today. And I just wanna say, uh, most of the time, even for me as an angel communicator, I hear those messages in my head as a thought. And when I started teaching my course on Meet Your Angelic Guides, and people would ask me, how do I know the difference between my own thought and a message from my angels if I hear it in my head? So here's how. First off, that it'll be out of context for your thinking and it'll make you think something like, what a weird thought or why am I thinking of that now? And you'll know, oh, okay, that's a little heads up for you. Stop whatever you're doing, minimize distractions and really uh, pay attention to what they're telling you because it's coming through, you're getting it loud and clear, but it's so easy to miss it. So the fact that it's easily overlooked because it generally comes as the thought in your head is really important to know. So I think that just uh, people kind of are expecting words to be flowing and loving and holy, and, and they are, they are, but generally they're very down to earth. And they can be things like, you might hear, don't go. 
like you're thinking about going to an event or going to a place and you clearly hear in your head, don't go. And you want to go, so you know that's not your thought. Or when I hear is call your mom or call your sister, you know, and and I do and they really needed to talk. So, or something's really big going on. So pay attention, you know, they're, they're pretty direct. They're pretty, um, they're pretty to the point with their messages because it's hard enough for you to get them. Now, when I'm channeling for you and giving messages because I can hear them, and it, I'm, I know what to listen for, and it, it does flow forth, and it tends to include a lot more of those loving messages. I've certainly heard my angels say, we love you, you are loved, you are protected, you know, things of that sort when I really needed to hear that. But generally, it's more directive to, again, giving you specific guidance, which is so, so helpful. I mean, the world's confusing enough. Life can be confusing enough as it is. You throw in everything happening in the world right now, and it's a tsunami of confusion, chaos, stress, fear. So this is just to to help you rise above that and come to a place where you feel more confidence in the guidance you're getting. I want to tell you that messages can be quite goofy. Angels can have a sense of humor. Some of mine have more than others. Some have none at all. But they will tell me things like, I think one of the funniest things I heard was, that woman's a pickle. (laughs) I don't even know who they were talking about. Like There were several people in a store around me at the time, and several people, it could have been about them. They were kind of being a little bit not so nice. And I heard that, that woman's a pickle. <laughs> I just started laughing, which makes me look a little bit loony in the store, but that's okay. Gave me a laugh. When I hear angels or I'm I think I'm hearing angels cuz sometimes when I'm distracted, it's hard for me to know too at first. I just say thank you angels. I heard your message. I'm going to follow your guidance. And I think that's just really important to acknowledge that you got it. Otherwise, they're just going to hammer you with it. And an example of that was my book. Eight, almost nine years ago, they were telling me, you need to write a book. You need to host a talk show. And I was going through the last year or so of this incredibly toxic relationship with a person who was quite evil. And I was just so messed up. I had really lost myself. I was physically ill. Uh, My body was shutting down from stress and other reasons. And I was hearing that message multiple times a day and I'd get so frustrated. Sometimes I was in tears and I'm like, I can't write a book right now. I'm in no shape to host a show. I'm just trying to survive each day. And when I finally said, look, I will do this. I'm going to do as you tell me because if you're telling me and you're so adamant about it, I know it's important and you see that it's going to help people and and that means a lot to me. So yes, I want to do that and I will, but I can't do it right now. And I know you don't understand this because you've never been human, but it's all kinds of human reasons that you're not going to understand. But trust me that as soon as I can, I'm going to do this. So then they started backing off and they would tell me a couple times a week, sometimes a week would go by and I wouldn't hear it, but I knew it. I felt at that point, I felt like that inner drive, like, oh, I need to write this book. I got to get this book going and I better do a talk show with angels. And, you know, uh, 
it it just took a while for me to get to the point. The talk show came easier, but the point being that I was in no shape to do either one of those things. So the more messages that you catch and you realize are your angels and you thank them for, the more messages you're going to get and the more helpful that mess those messages are going to be. What, how do they help me? They help me in my business world. They help me with my personal life, with relationships, with uh, things that I'm considering doing, things I'm not so sure is right for me, um, sorting those things out, whether it's my own fears from the past experiences or whether it's a legitimate reason to feel hesitation or like a hint of shadiness. And they'll really help me with that. They'll, they'll make it very clear. And I appreciate that. So angels in their communications do use a variety of methods. And if you hear their spoken words, you're starting, you're going to get a lot of them. But if those messages are eluding you, then your angels are going to try to use signs to get your attention. We're not going to dive into that tonight, but I will say that the primary methods of angelic communication are spoken word, which we are talking about today, written word, repetition numbers, which are angel numbers, manifesting, dreams, and sensations. So you're going to better understand what to look for because I'm going to let you know, and your angels know you well. They have been with you every second of your life. They've known you before this lifetime. They understand how your mind works and what you tend to notice, what kind of goes right past you, ignored, and they know what your talents are as far as spiritual gifts. So knowing these things, they're going to find ways to work with that and give you a better chance to get their guidance. So we're going to start today. Today is about spoken word primarily. So if you like to read or you're a writer in any form or you enjoy conversing, you're likely to receive your messages in the spoken word. It doesn't mean you will not receive signs in other ways, but here are, here are some different examples of spoken word guidance. So hearing the same message or phrase repeated in conversations you have with people over a short period of time. I was giving somebody this example the other day, and it's a real life example for me, is I'll hear something in my head. And then maybe I'll be out for lunch with friends. And at the next table, I'm not even paying attention to their conversation, but a comment somebody makes will kind of pierce through into my attention. And it's exactly... The message I've been hearing. It may not be worded precisely the same, but it's the same message. And then I might see it on a license plate ahead of me or a billboard or hear it in a song. I mean, there's just so many different ways to receive it. So pay attention to these things. And they usually are at least three times that you're going to hear it in a fairly short period of time. And if you ignore it, you're going to hear it a whole lot more. <laughs> so again, you could hear it on the radio or on a CD or at a concert, and that would be lyrics that are about or reinforcing that message you've been hearing, or a thought you've had recently that you need a little guidance with it. Even if you haven't asked for that guidance, you're going to start getting it once you're really tuned into it. Uh, seeing or hearing newscasts, movies, TV shows, where a message or a recent thought you've been having is talked about somehow. So again, these are just different ways that the spoken word can come through to you. Your angels keep talking to you directly, but if you're not catching those messages, 
because you're distracted by music, conversation, TV, they're likely to take advantage of that music by ensuring the message comes through in those lyrics. So I find that I'm a singer and a musician, and I found out that a whole lot of singers, musicians, and people who are just really love music tend to get their messages through lyrics. So again, your angels know you. They know how your mind works. They know what you pay attention to. You need quiet time to have a better chance of receiving your angels' spoken messages. Uh, I think one of the gifts of COVID has been to give people more downtime, even though it was super hard on so many people. And I'm just, it's a tragic thing in that regard. It did force us to slow down. It gave us more time for introspection. And a lot of people use that time to reflect on their on what they want in life, what they don't, what's important to them. I'm convinced that's why so many people quit their jobs is that it, they didn't have a passion for it and they're waking up to having a life purpose. Isn't that a beautiful thing? But another thing is people are really starting to hear, see, and feel their angels. If you are surrounded by distraction all the time, just expect that it, you'll get there, but it's going to take you longer. So Whenever I think I'm hearing a message or I know I'm getting a message, I as quickly as I can, I, I eliminate all distractions I possibly can. I know there's situations like sometimes I might be at a busy airport. I'm not, I have no control over the crowds of people around me, the loudspeaker, but I can go to a, as quiet a place as possible. Sometimes I'll go into the restroom because it's quieter than it is with thousands of people around me. And ask them again, can you repeat that message, please? Um, you do what you have to, turn off the TV, turn off the radio, go into the other room where nobody is, and just sit for a minute, get yourself in a good, quiet space. It's hard to receive if you're not really consciously ready to receive. So an easy solution for that is setting aside daily meditation time. It doesn't need to be a long time. Um, I've created some guided meditations that I invite you to use. They are to accompany my book, but they're available to anybody on YouTube. My channel is Ivory Lanou, my name, on YouTube. And there's one on there that is says it's communicating with your angels, and it helps bring down the interior barriers that are preventing you from connecting with your angels that's a great place to start. Another one is to start your day at the highest frequency possible because I've said this before, but maybe you've never watched the show before. So we humans vibrate around here and angels vibrate here. And so we need to try to get our frequency higher so that it's easier to hear what they're telling us, see what they're showing us. And you know, my job as an angel communicator and just in the spiritual community as a living is I work at keeping my frequency as high as possible all the time. And you can do that too. You know, I actually have a blog post on my ivoryangelicmedium.com website, which is my main website. And if you look at the blog, you're going to see in there 10 ways to increase your frequency, to raise your frequency. That's just a starting point. There's hundreds of things you can do. And so once you have those 10, integrate one into your routine then the second, then the third. Don't try to just suddenly like integrate 10 new things into your schedule. 
Once you have those 10 down and they're part of your routine, do some research online for some of the other ways that you can raise your frequency and keep it up there and you're going to make faster progress. Plus, you're just going to feel happier because it raises you above any kind of low frequency emotions like anger, fear, stress, all of those things. So, I talked about that. They're not always welcome, these messages. Um, in my book, I talk about some specific instances, and I, I want to talk about one that that you need to write a book, you need to write a book, but that's not the only one. There's little things like this is just one in a thousand. I was in the grocery store in Sedona, and there, I, angels said, talk to that man. And I turned around, I looked a little bit, and there's an elderly man, two or three people behind me. I am not one to go, hey, I've got some messages here for you. <laughs> no, that's not something I do. I don't, I, I, that's not ethical. You know, people come to me if they need my help, they want my help. I don't just go soliciting it. So they kept saying that you need to talk to that man. Ugh. So after I got my groceries, I just sort of pulled my cart to the side and waited for him to come through. And I said, I know you don't know me. And this is going to seem really strange, but can I talk to you for a minute? And I said, do you mind if we step outside? So we go outside of the grocery store and we're off to the side. And, and I told him that um, my angels had just said that I needed to speak to him. And he was really receptive to that. And he started crying. And he told me that his wife had passed away the week before that. He was just devastated by it. And he was thinking he didn't want to live anymore. And at that moment, his angel started passing me messages from his wife. And he just clasped my arm with his hand. And he looked into my eyes and he started to cry. And he thanked me profusely over and over and over. And I felt his grief lift. You know, he was lighter and brighter by the time we parted. And... I drove by him in the parking lot and he gave me a big wave and a smile and and I thought, okay, so, you know, it's not the same as me. <laughs> I don't know. I don't even want to get into that because I don't want people thinking I'm putting somebody else down. It's not about that. But the point being, if my angels tell me to do something, there's a good reason. That gentleman really needed some reassurance that his wife was on the other side and fine and joyful and taken care of and she was thinking of him and loving him, and the connection was still there. And I was able to provide that in front of Bashes in, in Sedona. So, um, again, not something I would traditionally be doing. It's just not me, but, but they were so insistent. And so that's kind of the reason, like, when you have things like that happen, I'm not saying you're going to have angels telling you messages from a deceased person. That's not necessarily true. Mostly it's going to be guidance for you. But I am saying, if, you're, if your angels tell you to do something, they know something you don't. They know many, many things you don't. They know what's going on behind the scenes. They know what's going to happen. They know what people need, and they know when you're the one who can help them. So they also know when you need the help, and maybe you weren't listening or paying attention earlier. So they're going to get more adamant about those, the guidance that they give you. 
So I, I just say, surrender to the will of your angels and do what they guide you to do. Do it as soon as you can. Um, there's specific times when you're more likely to receive this guidance. One is when you're in a time of transformation. So that happens because your angels are attracted to your rising vibrations. And so these kind, here's some of the life challenges that tend to bring on more messages would be a spiritual, you're having a spiritual awakening. Boy, those can be powerful, even overwhelming. Uh, people come to me regularly and they're like, I think I'm going crazy. And I'm like, been there. <laughs> Mine was just nuts in 1984, 85. And I truly thought I was going crazy. Uh, I think most people have that experience at some time when you start experiencing things that most people don't. And so it makes you feel like something's wrong, but it's not. It's just you are waking up. You're waking up in a big way. Another one would be when you're coming to a deeper understanding of yourself. I want to go back to that thing about COVID providing this opportunity to really have more contemplation time, introspection time. When you do that, you do get a deeper understanding of who you are, why you're, you're in the situation you're in, why you've experienced certain things, cycles you've gotten into, your response, your part of the responsibility for having gotten into that, in that, which is, is not easy work to do, but that is critical to improving yourself personally and spiritually to make big progress. You have to be fearless in looking at yourself honestly. So another one would be expansive thinking of the universe and I love it when people tell me, especially super conservative people come see me sometimes and they're like, I'm starting to think that there's life on other planets. And I'm like, wow, there is. And how wonderful that you're waking up to that. Or they'll say, you know, I've always thought that it was bull, but now I think I saw a spirit and I think spirits exist. And I'm like, they do. But let me tell you, I've seen them my whole life. Um, they absolutely do, but they're not the, they're not generally the scary things you see in movies. Those movies, horror movies do a big disservice to the spirit world because generally they just want to give us a message or or uh say hello. But that's that's neither here nor there because I don't want to dive into that too much, but just expansive thinking of the universe and thinking about how small earth really is in our universe let alone the many universes out there how it's spinning in space and yet we stay on this this ball and we're such a tiny little ant each one of us is such a tiny little ant on this tiny little planet spinning in space and when you start thinking about that it's a signal to your angels you are expanding your mind your thinking is expanding you're ready to receive more messages and the last one would be opening up to a deep caring for all humanity. Um, it's something that I've had since I was a child. And so it always mystifies me and shocks me when people will say things like, well, as long as, as my family has what they need, who cares about those people who can't feed their children? I'm like, what? Or as long as our country's got is taken care of, so what about people starving dying in other countries. It's like, and I cannot think, I can't relate to that at all. You know, I, 
I think of us as humankind. We're all humankind. We're in this together. We're on that same little tiny spinning ball in space. We have to make this work together. We have to save ourselves. We have to help one another. And the fact that there's these geography boundaries that humans have decided, this is this country, this is this country. We created that. That's not something God created. He didn't intend for us to live like that. It's sort of like man created the concept of time. And on the angelic realms, they don't know what that is. That's why you can't say something like, am I going to get this tomorrow? They'll be like, they don't even really understand what that is. So it's also likely you're going to receive more messages when you're experiencing certain emotions. So I want to explain that a little bit. Um, It's because they know you're having those emotions and they want to help you. They don't want you to be stuck in these low frequency emotions. And so some of the emotions that can elicit more messages would be you feeling lonely or isolated, which certainly has happened during COVID. Some people still are feeling that. Feeling sad or hopeless. That's a big one right now that I'm, I'm trying to help people with. Feeling confused, abandoned, vulnerable. You know, fear in general is the worst one. It's the low, it's a very low frequency emotion. So your angels are going to tune into those kind of emotions and understand, oh my gosh, okay, you need extra support. We're going to give that to you. They're going to help you know that you play a part in a grand master plan. There's a, you're important. Everything's happening for a reason, including the circumstances that led to those emotions you're having right now. But the nice thing is to know feelings are fleeting. They come and they go. But sometimes you get stuck. And angels are really good at prying you out of an emotional rut and helping you be free to grow and thrive. So when you're on a spiritual journey, you can receive signs to help you along the way. These messages are so helpful. So some situations that can lead to you getting more of those messages would be working toward the discovery of your mission or life purpose. It's even in the news right now. Mainstream news is like, Millions of people have left their job, and it's not because of Social Security, (laughs) and it's not because they're lazy. It's because they have had the time to reevaluate themselves and their life, and they realize they're just going through the motions, and life has to be so much more. They're seeking what they're passionate about. They're seeking what speaks to their soul. They're looking for that thing that is their that they're passionate that they're supposed to do, and. I just want to say really quickly that life purposes change. You know, I've for a very long time helping people has been important to me. When I worked in radio, yes, I was helping business owners because I was really good at writing ads and helping do promotions and getting their businesses going. And that felt good, but it wasn't enough. And I had some mental health, I had some mental health issues in certain family members. So my heart was in that, and I, I got called to that that I, I really wanted to do. I went back to school, got degrees in psychology, went to work at a psychiatric hospital, and I worked in the field, mental health field, for a long time, and I loved it. I'm very passionate. I loved my clients. I loved the patients. I loved the people I work with, the work that I did, and I had no intentions of leaving. And behind the scenes, secretly, 
evenings and weekends I was working, doing my spiritual work, but never under my actual name, never showing my face. And so my angel said, you have to leave your job and you have to leave this career and you've got to move over the mountain to Sedona and you got to do your business full time. And what's more, you're going to do it under your name and you're going to show your face. And I started to hyperventilate. Honestly, I was panicking. As I was I was in charge of mental health, the program coordinator for mental health for this county, and I knew that that was going to be an unacceptable change. I knew it was going to scandalize. Um, what can you do? So I had to listen to my angels, you know, and I, and I always loved Sedona, always loved it. And so I knew I felt good in this area. So it wasn't so hard. Things came together to make it possible for me to do that. And I was connected to my business partner, who's still my business partner. And we opened up our Sedona Soul Sisters and, and the rest is history. Like, uh, everything's just gelled together and, and it's been beautiful. And, and I have to say, I thought I was going to miss my career in mental health so much, but I don't, I help people in an even more profound way now. And I still get to do a lot of mental health work with my clients. So it's good. Sometimes people come to me specifically because of that background. So another reason you might get a lot of more messages is you realize you've wandered off your path and you want to align with it again. That happens a lot. A relationship is the most common way people get pulled off their path. It's so easy to lose yourself in the wrong relationship. If you are feeling like you're not doing the things you used to love, if you are lost connection with your friends, if you're not happy, if you're if you find yourself crying, and you're not much of a crier. I mean, all those are signs that you're in that kind of situation. But you can be pulled off your path by other things. You can be pulled off your path by an addiction, by the pleasures life, you know, human life has to offer, by your hobbies can pull you away. You know, friends can pull you away. And so sometimes you just come to this place where you're like, uh, this is not where I really want to head. I want to go here. I'm going to have to make some changes to get myself back on that path. Another one is that you're moving in the wrong direction, like, and you don't even know it, maybe. Like, you have not even seen it yet, and your angels will start giving you very clear messages like, this isn't working, or this isn't for you, or you need to leave, <laughs> as I heard in my case, except I did know I was in the wrong direction. Another one would be knowing that you're ready to heal from trauma. It could be from a relationship, it could be health, it could be anything that was traumatic to you and you want to heal from that you don't want to carry that around with you the rest of your life you don't have to uh, the angels can help you with that and they if if they think there's somebody like people will come to me and they're like I'm I saw your background in mental health and I just felt like I had to come see you and I've got so much PTSD and one of the things I do most often really is not a spiritual thing it's a neuroscience technique that removes emotional attachment to painful memories. It's for PTSD and any kind of trauma. And it's so amazing, but people will come to me and it seems like that's why they were sent because they needed that and then off they go and they're great. Another one is you need to experience unconditional love. There's people, plenty of people in the world who've never had it, not from their parents, their siblings, 
not from their friends, not from their spouses, their their love interests, never. And they need to experience that and something your angels are going to give you every day, every minute, every day of your life is pure, unconditional love. It's the only kind of love they have. And when you feel that, like the trust that you're going to have for them and the reciprocated love you have for them is so, so powerful and it's going to be helpful for you too. Your angels want to build up your self-esteem. They want to they want to give you belief in yourself. They want to see you move in the direction that's going to bring you the most joy, fulfillment and abundance in every aspect of your life. Abundance is not just about money. Abundance is having the things in life that make you joyful, that make it feel full and wonderful. Just reconnecting with the pure love you carry in your soul can help you rise above a whole lot of turmoil, including what's going on now. When I get lost in it, sometimes as an empath, it really hits me hard. And and I have to ask my angels, okay, I need you to gather around me and just float me to the top of this because this is some nastiness today. And I do feel like I just kind of rise up above it, like rising up, coming up out of the deep end of the swimming pool till my head comes out of the water. I'm like, good, I can get some air again. I feel better. When it happens, you know, you just can accept it as a gift of immense love and they're going to give it to you constantly. These kind of messages can happen when you don't expect them, but you need it most. Sometimes you're not even going to be aware of how badly you need it because you're so mired in whatever's going on. If you're in need of additional love and care, uh, that's a situation right there that's going to bring more messages to you. So I want to talk a little bit about signs because if you don't hear the messages, then they're going to start using signs. They use a lot of signs and symbols to communicate with you. Sometimes they get through, sometimes they don't. Some are more subtle than others. They do try talking to you first and they will repeat the messages, but if you're not hearing them, then they're going to move on to signs. So when you get one of these signs from your angels, there is something meaningful behind it. So it can arrive as a flash of inspiration, hearing a message out loud as we discussed, or experiencing a sudden breakthrough for yourself. You know, you suddenly have clarity in an issue that you were really confused about. Your angels send signs to reinforce your own thoughts and ideas, to give support to you, and let you know that positive changes and blessings are coming your way. Who doesn't want to know that, right? So now you have some idea of the times when you can expect an angel to appear, and you're aware that when you need your angels, you can encourage them to appear because you can just say, angels, I'm stuck. I need your guidance. Please come help me. You know, come in by my side. Let me feel your frequency. Let me feel you touch me. And and just, I'm open to whatever you want to say to me that's going to help. And it could be a series of many messages, like M-I-N-I, not M-A-N-Y, mini, where you get a little message that sends you a baby step. Then you get the next message. Once you do that, once you follow that guidance, Then they send you another little one that sends you a step further. It's not always, here's where you're going. And the reason they do that is the same reason they will never tell me 
Well, I shouldn't say never. Hardly ever will they tell me what somebody's life purpose is, including my own when I wanted to know, because they said, you humans, if if we tell you what your life purpose is, you're going to try to just go do it. And you're going to bypass the journey. And there is where the experiences lie that prepare you to be successful in your mission, your life purpose. So the experiences you need to have, the wisdom, the knowledge, the people you need to meet, the connections that all make you ready to do it and successful in it. You can't just, it's kind of like saying, um, I want to be a doctor and then starting in a hospital the next day doing, you know, no, it doesn't work that way, right? You got to go each little step to get there. Same thing. There are more specific circumstances that elicit responses from angels. Keep those in mind and they'll help you make, make you more aware of any angel messages or signs that are coming through. I'm going to begin with the most common type of sign, which is words. So angels are going to use words to give you messages and confirm your thoughts and ideas. And they're creative in how they do this. So here are some of the ways. So this is kind of true. Like if you hear messages, you're probably going to see them too. So reading a word or phrase that echoes a recent thought you had or echoes a message you heard in your head recently. Seeing a word or on a license plate, a billboard, a menu, the bus, a magazine cover, or another place that means something to you or just repeats a thought or idea you had. I told you about overhearing conversations. That's about something, a message you heard or something you've been mulling over. That's not that is not a coincidence, that synchronicity being sent to help you. Finding a song coming to your mind or lips frequently. Oh my gosh, this happens to me all the time and I know it's because I'm a singer or musician, but the biggest one I can think about, well, first off, I had one last night where it just kept coming to me again and again and it was, you've got the most beautiful blue eyes I've ever seen. Just that line. I found myself singing it 15, 20 times last night, just blur it, just all of a sudden. I'm like, what? I don't even, I'm not even thinking about this song. I don't know who it's about. And I, I had been asking, hmm, I feel like there's a new love coming in for me. Is there anything that you can share with me that I can look for to know that I've met him? And I suspect, because it was the night after that, I suspect they're telling me he has blue eyes. So we'll see. But that's an example of it because I wasn't thinking of that. I hadn't heard the song recently, hadn't thought of it, was not thinking. I was doing something else entirely. And that phrase just comes out of me. And I'm like, what is this? And I was trying to stop and I couldn't. It just kept coming back. So your angels will do that. I find it funny. And I like it because it always lifts me up when I know, ah, they're sharing with me through music. That's so great. One of the really powerful ones for me with that was years ago, I was the tail end of a really painful relationship, just very toxic. And I was so beaten down emotionally. I was feeling hopeless. I, I just didn't know what to do. And I was in the shower just sobbing. You know, I didn't want him to know I was crying. I... I wanted to just be left alone and I was sobbing in there and tears are running down and all of a sudden I started singing I'm the man who loves you inside and out I'm like I haven't thought 
you know, Bee Gees in the shower at that moment, I just, I kind of stopped and like, what the world? I'm like, oh, I realized, oh, my master guide, Marius, was with me. And and he was just letting me feel, because right at that moment when I realized that, I felt his energy just surround me, hugging me, holding me. And he was just letting me know he loved me. My master guide, my, my that's one of the, my, my top of my angel team. You know, he loves me. He was with me. I am loved. And that just, I started laughing. The tears were still coming down, but I started laughing because I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm going to be sharing this story sometime in the future for sure. Uh, And I think about that a lot, how they use that so powerfully, especially if it's a song you haven't heard in a very long time, or maybe you don't even particularly like it. It's not something you would generally find yourself singing, and it just keeps coming to your mind. If And if you're not a singer, it might come to your mind, not out your mouth like it does for me. I just open my mouth, and I'm like a radio. I wonder what song's coming out next. But I just took that, like, it took me out of despair. Like, I stepped out of hopelessness at that point, and I felt loved. I felt loved, and I felt like, okay, I'm going to be okay because... No matter how low the situation has beaten me down, I'm going to be okay. I'm going to rise to the top because I have my angels here with me. And they love me unconditionally. They're going to guide me out of this. And I'm sure that there's big lessons for me in this relationship. And absolutely, absolutely there have been. And, you know, anytime, no matter what you've been through, when you get to the place where you can dispassionately look at what you learned, what you gained from the experience. Not that it, that, that that absolves people from the things they did to you. Just what you got out of it, what it helped you with, what you saw because of it. Maybe a, uh, for me, it was a cycle was broken. That was a very important cycle so that I needed to break. And so when you can get to that point and achieve that, you have broken yourself off from that. You no longer are tied to that emotionally. Now you're in the healing mode. You're getting it. Okay, that happened so that I could learn this. That happened so I could see this. I never want to go through that again. So I'm really filing that away. I'm really keeping that in the forefront of my mind. So I never get into a situation like that again. And you can do that. I just want you to be super aware, you know, pay close attention. Again, these these messages are going to come through for you at some interesting times. It's not like, yes, you can ask for it, but most of the time, like I'll be writing my grocery shopping list and I hear, you need to finish that chapter or you need to call blah, 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 you know, a certain particular person, you know, and I'm not thinking of that. I'm concentrating on my grocery, my grocery shopping list. Or you could be watching a movie and you're really into it and you hear, why aren't you finishing that paper? Why aren't you working on whatever project it is? It's not guilt. It's not, it's not you pushing yourself. It's your angels putting you back on track. <laughs> so maybe, maybe you're watching a little too much TV. Maybe you just need to be jogged about uh, some guidance they gave you that you have not taken action on. Because I'll tell you, it's one thing to receive it and know you're receiving the message, but you need to act on it. If you act on it, 
you do what your angels tell you to do, you get a lot more messages. If they give it to you and you know you're getting it and you do not follow it, you can expect the messages to start tapering off. They never go away completely, but they taper off because they figure you're not ready. You know, you're not ready to get it because you're not using it. And they have a, they have a point. So that's why we go back to last week's show, which was keeping an angel journal. Another great reason why I'm a big advocate of that is that you can write the day, the time, and the message you heard. It's a great way to track how many times you see, receive that message in different forms, when you got it, and, and then see what happens once you follow that guidance and see, you know, if, are the messages gone? Because that's what happens for me once I act on it. As soon as I started writing the book, that message, you need to write a book, stop. When I did my first angel show, which was used to be on Blog Talk Radio, I had it there for about three years. It was a call-in show. And that, as soon as I started that show, my angel stopped. You need to host a show. That was done. So it's the reason they keep bothering you, you could say that, is because you're not doing what they're guiding you. What's the point? It's sort of like having experts on the job and then ignoring the experts. What's the point of having the experts, right? Your angels are your experts on you. They know what you're here for. They know why you're here. They know what you're supposed to accomplish. They know the lessons you're trying to learn. Let them help you. Let them help you. Why make it so hard? And again, just just one final thing, like if you desperately need guidance and you feel like you're not getting it, not getting it, uh, it's, it's your in- interior barriers. So definitely do those guided meditations. They're all really short. They're on my YouTube channel. But the other thing is to ask them. And it's important to use these words. Angels, I ask you to intervene on my behalf and XYZ, whatever the specific is. So I do it all the time until I get a specific, clear response because though I get messages throughout my day every day, it's not always in direct response to what I'm asking. So, and in cases like that, if you're overwhelmed, if you don't know which way to turn, you're so, you're so overwhelmed, you, don't even, you can't even think straight, definitely go to asking them to intervene on your behalf because you need that level of help right away. So I wanna thank you for watching, listening today. I appreciate so much you enjoying the show and hope that you take away a lot of information that's going to be helpful for you and follow the show so you don't miss a thing. Next week topic is self-care and your angels. So it's not about bathing and brushing your hair, though it could be. It's about a different kind of self-care and we're gonna dive into that and how that relates with your angels next week. In the meantime, may your angels surround you May your angels protect you every moment of every day. You've been listening to The Angel Room with Ivory Lanoue. Tune in next Sunday at noon Arizona time for another enlightening episode.
time for another enlightening episode 